You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey, y'all, welcome back to Flourish Weekly. I am, again, so grateful that you're here, so thrilled that we get to talk and hang out and be together in this format. Um, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate all of your engagement on social media. Please reach out, send me a message, send me a comment. Uh, Let me know that you're listening. I love to hear from you guys. It really does encourage um, me to do this, to continue to share my heart and share God's word. And it's just been such a fun outlet um, and way to minister and just to talk about Jesus and how good he is to us. So continue to let me know that you're out there, that you're listening. And um, I'm excited to talk to you this afternoon. Uh, Let me just pray before I begin. Lord, we just love you and honor you. I pray, God, that you would give me your words. Help me to say exactly what's on your heart for the people today. Lord, I pray that wherever they are right now in their cars and their homes, that they would hear your voice, know that your presence is real, know that you have a plan, know that you have a purpose even in their pain. Know, God, that they are your children and you have good plans for them. God, we just love you and we honor you and thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So today's podcast, I have actually not prepared much for other than in prayer. Um, I haven't prepared any notes. Um, I just felt something so heavily on my heart this afternoon. Um, And so I just sat down and decided to go ahead and just record and um, see how the Holy Spirit leads. But I just felt God's presence so strong as I was meditating on last week's podcast on self-care and on rest and I felt like I needed to go a little more into that. Um, and I don't know, it, this may just be more of an encouraging word. This may be more of a, a prophetic word, um, but it, instead of more of a practical word. But I just felt again so heavily that self-care and rest um, is important to God. And it's important to Him that you are healed and whole and that you are living a life full of joy and abundance and hope and excitement for the future and also just living a life that's full of purpose in the today and in the here and now. Um, it is it is not God's best. It is not his will that we would live lives of turmoil or of struggle or of anxiety or depression or brokenness. Um, yes, we face trials in this life. And it's like I said last week, um, the Bible, Jesus said, you know, in this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And then we always, you know, I'm always quoting the verse that Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. And so I think sometimes we get frustrated when we're not living out that fullness and abundance of Man, God, I know that you've been good to me. I know that you sent your son to die on the cross for me. I know that you have provided for my salvation, for my forgiveness, for my righteousness, for my healing. You've provided, I know all of these things and I believe all of these things. You've provided for my healing, for my wholeness. I know that about you. I know that you are a good God. I've had faith in you and I've lived for you. But right now in the here and now, I'm not living that. I'm not feeling that. I'm feeling the stretch. I'm feeling the pressures. I'm feeling things I don't quite understand why I'm feeling. And I think this also goes back to um, the episode that I did on, on panic attacks and my own personal story of healing. You know, we come to that place where we don't understand what we are feeling or why we are feeling it. And so then we either go into guilt or we go into shame or we go into confusion 
or we go into doubt and not believing that God is who we thought he was, or, you know, we go into questioning. And I just think that God wants you to know today. God wants us to know today that he loves you and he is for you. He has good plans for you. He has a future and a hope for you. He is, he has not forgotten you or abandoned you in this season. In fact, God is working and moving in this season, in this stretching, in this trial, he is working for your benefit. And I know that you can't see it right now, but I want you to be encouraged and know that God is working things, lining things up, developing something either on the inside of you or around you, but God is at work and he has not left you and he has a purpose and a plan. And he is, God is a very intentional God. He's a, he's a God who is into the details of our lives. And so hang in there. Don't give up. Reach out to people. Let people love you. Let people pour into you. Be vulnerable with people. Um, I was just having a conversation with um, someone today. I've actually had several conversations this week with with people, with friends, with with church members, with acquaintances, with people in my life, even on just just through social media, who are feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling tired. They're feeling drained. They're feeling stressed. They're feeling anxiety, and they don't know why. And you know, I was having a conversation today with one in particular, and we were talking about you know, well, what can we do? What? How can I help? What? What are some ways that we can adjust and, and make some, some changes so that, you know, so that you don't continue to feel just tired all the time? Because no one wants to feel that way. We want to feel energized and strengthened and we want to feel like we're, we're, we're able to wake up and face the day and face the week. And so, you know, she brought up a vacation or, or t- I brought up time off, time off or talked about adjusting her schedule, talked about all the things that we talked about in last week's episode but when we really got down to the heart of it, um, she's going through a trial and a situation that really, to be honest, a vacation probably isn't going to fix. It will help. Um, it always helps to take time off. It always helps to disconnect and to have that time. But a vacation alone isn't the answer. When And, and I want to speak directly to those of you who are going through season of, of prolonged stress or prolonged turmoil or prolonged um, family problems or discord or issues in your physical health or your, your family's health, or you're going through something that is causing prolonged stress. Maybe you're a caregiver for an elderly parent. Maybe you're a caregiver for a sick spouse, or maybe you're a caregiver for you know, you've got three little ones at home and your life, you are going through a season of prolonged stress where you are pouring out all the time. Or maybe you're going through something where there's just strife in a relationship that hasn't been healed. And this has been an ongoing stressor in your life. One of those things that just isn't resolved. And it's not your fault that it's not resolved. You've done everything that you know to do. You've done everything that that you can imagine to try to resolve this 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 turmoil in this relationship, but it's just not resolved because it takes two to resolve conflict. And maybe the other person's just not willing. Maybe the other person hasn't changed and isn't going to change. And so now you're just in that place of turmoil, and you feel inner turmoil inside of you even though outwardly you're you're doing it you're 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 forgiving and you are 
loving people and you're loving that person and you're making right decisions and you're, you know, you're doing all of the things on paper that you know you should be doing. But at the end of the day, your heart is being drained and strained. Your spirit man, this is something that we talked about today, is that when you're going through seasons like that, where you are in a battle, a prolonged battle, your spirit man is rising up and fighting, fighting the enemy, fighting and doing what it needs to do, rising up and and fighting that spiritual battle that you're walking through. And then not only that, but your soul is rising up and fighting, you know, to make sure that you forgive or, or to make sure that you're walking in love or that you've released any type of toxic emotions or, or, or resentment or bitterness towards that person. And it's like, you feel like you are daily trying your best to do right, to think right, to feel right. Well, because of that prolonged strain on your emotions and your spirit, man, even subconsciously that battle going on, it is draining you and it is your your energy is being used up and and so we were talking about how it's important for you to pull back when you're in a prolonged battle like that every single week to be intentional about processing the emotions that you're feeling um, processing and talking through the emotions that you're feeling. And there are two things that you really have to be, well, three things that you have to really be intentional about um, in those prolonged seasons of stress or turmoil or, or, or struggle or battle, whatever you want to call it, just hardship, right? Just tough stuff. Um, three things that I really, we were, that I really felt today that I, I needed to bring up is number one, that, that not just, I don't want to say just daily, cause you do need your daily time with the Lord, but it's like when you're going through seasons like that, you need your weekly, um, extended time with the Lord. So let's say that your schedule is really busy and you can't get in two hours every morning with Jesus, but you know, you get up and you talk to the Lord and you read your, your Bible and you connect with him in the morning. And then you, you know, you got to get your shower, get to work, take care of the kids, do your thing. Um, But it's important that when you're going through these prolonged battles, that you set aside some prolonged time in God's presence every single week. Like carve out some time on a Saturday morning or on a Sunday morning or whenever you can on your calendar, you better pull that calendar out and say, okay, Jesus, I'm coming. I am responding to you drawing me and I am coming because you are the giver of life. You are the river that refreshes me. Your Holy Spirit is the river that refreshes me. Your Holy Spirit is the oil that heals me. Your Holy Spirit and the presence of God is the is the atmosphere that renews my soul and that heals and restores and 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 supernaturally touches the places of my heart that I don't even need I don't even know need to be touched. And so it's, I would say that right now, more than anything in the entire world that you need is that weekly prolonged time where you can, you can respond to his word that says, wait on the Lord, wait on him. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run. So you're running this race. You are running this battle. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord, to wait. 
So you've got to respond to his call to come to him and to wait in his presence until that balm of Gilead begins to just flow over you. Put on worship music or just sit quietly. There was a season in my life where I didn't want to hear any music. My nerves were shot. I could, I, and, and this girl right here loves her some worship. I love worship music. I love music in general. But there was a season in my life where I had to turn it all off and just sit quietly before the Lord and just hear his voice and just sit quietly before him or put on some worship and just let his presence just wash you and just cry in his presence. You may not even know why you're crying. You may not even know what he's doing, but there is a healing that will take place. And I promise you, if you go to him, if you if you respond to his call when he says, come to me. All who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your souls. If you will do that, it might not make you feel better right away. It might not make you feel better in two weeks. But in the long run, you will come out of this battle. You will come out of this season healed and whole and loving truth and loving God and and stronger and more mature and with deeper roots than you've ever had before. But if you neglect that time through the battle, if you neglect the presence of God through the battle, then what's going to happen is you're going to come out of the battle bitter. You're going to come out of the battle um, completely disoriented, disillusioned, and coming out of that battle We want to come out of that battle with the truth of God. We want to come out of that battle with deep roots and with maturity. And so that's the first thing I would say. The second thing is weekly, you need to be processing those emotions and what you are dealing with, with a friend. And we... Sometimes we make it sound so complicated and we make it sound so profound and we're such deep thinkers that we we make it sound like we just really got it figured out. And, and honestly, it comes down to this. It comes down to, hey, friend, I'm bothered. Or, hey, babe, I'm not, I'm struggling. Hey, babe, this happened and I, it bothered me. Hey, friend, I'm going through something. And that's all you have to say. It, do, it doesn't even have to be some deep... Now, therapy, 100%, go to a counselor, go to a therapist, do what you got to do. But if you have people in your life who will listen, if you have one person, one person who will just listen to you, go to that person, pour out your heart, tell them what's going on, tell them what happened and how it bothered you. And all they have to do is, all they got to do is listen, tell you that they love you, pray with you, and then ask you a few questions and just say, how did that make you feel? How, how can I help? What can I do? And talking and processing, did you know that one of the number one ways proven scientifically, doctors have proven that one of the number one ways to relieve stress is to have a conversation with a trusted friend, a conversation where you just tell them this is going on and it is hard and this is how I feel. And then as you talk, those complicated emotions and those those complex feelings and the grief and the 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 embarrassment, the shame, the guilt, the confusion, the doubt, whatever it may be, those things begin to be processed and brought to light. So then you together can take those things to the cross of Jesus, to the throne of God, and you can say, look, God, here it is. This is what, this is me. This is what I'm dealing with. And in return, guys, this is what happens. It's beautiful. In return, God gives us beauty for ashes. He gives us the oil of joy for mourning. He gives us 
the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, he begins to give us joy, hope, peace, faith, strength. He begins to renew our strength as we process through those things, spend time with him, and then bring those things before him. He, we get to trade them with Jesus because he's the one who's on the cross and he's the one hanging there with all of that guilt, shame, frustration, hurt, bitterness. He's hanging there on the cross, paying the price for all of that. And we give it to him. It gets nailed to the cross with Jesus. And then we get to receive all the fullness of what he died on the cross and rose again for. Isn't that amazing? It's like this, this, this thing of Christianity is not about, you know, Jesus is my savior. Well, if he's your savior, then he's also your Lord, your Lord, your restorer, your redeemer. Your he and I love that word restorer, and that is one of the things I stood on for years. I stood on no God. You are the God of restoration, and one of the things that He spoke to me, and I'm going to speak this to you today. One of the things that He spoke to me in that time of my greatest battle, He said, "There will be no residue." And what did that mean to me? That meant everything that I'm going through, all of this, this stench and this frustration of, of everything that I'm walking through, I kept questioning, am I ever going to be healed? Am I ever going to be right? Am I ever going to be myself? Am I ever going to make it through this? And that was the one word I heard from him in the middle of the night one night. I heard it so clearly. And you know what? For the rest of my battle, I didn't really feel like I could hear the voice of God. I felt far from God. For the rest of that wilderness season in my life, I felt far from God. But I held on to that promise. There will be no residue. God, you will fully restore. You will fully heal. And you will fully, fully finish this work that you're doing in my life. So... Man, you guys, it is a miraculous work that God does because he's the restorer. So the three things that I really think we need to do, number one, is weekly extended time in his presence, waiting on him so that we can encounter him. Number two, communicating, processing with friends. And then, um, you know, to be honest, I don't remember what the third one was. <laughs> that How about real talk right there? Um, so anyway... I had three things, but that's only the, the only two that I can remember. So I want to read to you Psalms chapter 23 really quick. Um, and just let this minister to your soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Man, you guys, I just feel so strongly, so heavily on my heart that God is with you in this battle. He is with you in this season. This season will end. Better days are coming. You're going to feel like yourself again. You're going to be yourself again. But we, we really have to remember to be intentional about self-care and rest. But most importantly receiving the rest 
from God. You know, we talk a lot about, this is, this is something else that's coming up right now in my mind as I'm talking. We talk a lot about faith, but what we don't remember often is that faith is a place of rest. The Bible talks about fighting the fight of faith, but it also talks about faith and entering into his blessed rest. And so sometimes what you got to do, actually not sometimes, most of the time, what you have to do concerning any issue in your life, whether it's healing or whether it's um, restoration to a relationship or whether it's your own peace of mind, whatever it is, you've got to enter, you got to, you got to engage in that fight of faith. And what does that mean? That means getting those scriptures out, getting those verses and standing on them and, and reading them and quoting them until you believe them. And then once you believe them, then nothing can stop you because now you have that, that authority of your faith to then sit back in God's rest and in the faith of knowing God is fighting this battle for me. I know that I know that his word is true. And I know that I know that even though I don't see it, even though I don't feel it, even though it hasn't changed today, it's changing in the spirit. Man, let's just use the example of Roe v. Wade, you guys. 50 years of prayers, 50 years of believers fasting and praying and believing God to reverse that decision. And to be honest, I'm sure lots of them had their moments where they didn't think they'd ever see it. I know I did. I didn't ever think I would see that in my lifetime. But God was working behind the scenes, lining things up, lining people up, moving and changing the hearts of the people. And here we are today in 2022 with the most miraculous Supreme Court decision that we have seen in our lifetime because God has stood up for the unborn, for the children being slaughtered. And I'm not going to get into the politics of that because that's not a political issue. That is a baby's life issue. That's plain and simple. That is, that is, that is all that we should be concerned with is that baby belongs to God and that baby deserves a right to live. And the mom's life matters to God and the father's life matters to God and the family unit matters to God. And so I didn't mean to get into Roe v. Wade or, or that Supreme Court decision, but what an example of the miracle of God working behind the scenes when we couldn't see it or feel it and the outcome being something so good. And so today, just know God is working behind the scenes. He's doing something special. He's doing something for your good. He has not left you and you're going to be okay and you're going to make it through this. I love y'all so much. I'm here for you if you need me. Reach out. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to strengthen you. Um, please do me a favor, guys. Please do me a favor and share this on, on Instagram or on Facebook and encourage people to know there's hope and it, it's not the end of their story. I just want people to know no matter what they're facing because when I was going through my darkest season, I needed to know this is not the end of my story. Better chapters are coming better days are coming. And God is the way that that will come about. He is the way. He is the source. He is the healer through Jesus. So I love y'all. I hope you have a great week and reach out. I'd love to hear from you and I'll talk to y'all soon. Take care of yourselves. Be good to yourselves and be good to other people. Love y'all. Have a great week. 
We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.